Welcome to Builder Funnel Radio. Here you'll learn about how to grow your home building, remodeling, or contracting business. If you're not growing, you're moving backward. So we want you to always be in growth mode. This podcast has really turned into a movement and community of people who want to grow personally and professionally. Here we bring you some of the best marketing, sales, and business minds in the industry so you can elevate your business. All right, let's dive into the show. Happy clients, more profits, less stress. That's the trifecta of the construction business. We all want that, right? Well, after working and talking with hundreds of builders and remodelers over the past two years, BuildBook has discovered the one common ingredient that determines the success of your construction business, the client experience. Yes, if you drop the ball anywhere in the client experience from the first impression to the final payment, things get super messy super quickly. BuildBook has spent the past several months developing the first-of-its-kind platform that focuses on helping you deliver throughout the client journey the one thing standing between you and achieving the trifecta of construction. It starts with marketing tools to attract the right leads, add in sales tools so you can win the best projects, and finish with project tools that knock your client's socks off. If you're looking for an unfair advantage in your business, this is it. Head on over to buildbook.co now to try it free for yourself. That's buildbook.co. All right, let's get back to the show. Hey guys, and welcome back to Builder Funnel Radio. And welcome back to another edition of the growth series and a brand new year. That's 2021. And I know for a lot of people out there, they're probably glad to be leaving 2020 in the dust. But hopefully for a lot of you listening, you know, 2020 was actually a good year business-wise. I know we had some, uh, some tur- a turbulent start there, but uh, on the whole, our industry really was, was booming. You know, it froze there for a couple of months when the pandemic hit. But yeah, I, I hope for a lot of you that 2020 actually shaped up pretty, pretty good and you're heading into 2021 with some momentum. I know that was the case for us. 2020 was our best year yet here at Builder Funnel. And so we've just been expressing a lot of gratitude, you know, because that wasn't the case for everybody. It wasn't the case for all industries, you know, fortunately, construction, you know, and and what we do in marketing was deemed essential or super easy for us to go remote. And then obviously the construction space experienced a lot of growth, you know, people being stuck at home, they wanted to make improvements, they wanted to upgrade their home because they're working from home. And so, yeah, anyway, we've just been expressing a lot of gratitude for that because we know a lot of other industries took some big hits. And, you know, obviously there are a lot of health, you know, challenges across the board. So I hope that for all of you listening that 2020, even if you experienced some challenges, hopefully it was overall a positive year. And if not, then hopefully we can progress into 2021 in a positive fashion. So Welcome to the new year. And I thought for for the first episode, I would kick things off a little bit differently. Normally, we talk about a lot of marketing and sales business growth related topics. But I wanted to talk about a topic that I'm super passionate about. And that is kind of this whole world of uh, personal finance, investing, and really wanted to dig into this concept of retirement. I was thinking about this question, you know, like, when can you retire from your construction business? We talked about that a little bit on the family business show with my dad, Wes, and my uncle Brooks. And, you know, we talk a lot about transitions and passing on the, the business to family or trying to sell your business. And I think, you know, it's it's pretty tough in 
in a service-based construction business, if you're not super big and you haven't really done a lot of work to pull yourself out of the business, it's not necessarily very likely that you're just going to ride off into the sunset and sell your business for a huge multiple of NOI or anything like that. And finding a buyer can be challenging somebody that wants to take over, especially if they feel like they're just buying a job you know, where they have to do a lot of work. And so really been thinking about that concept of just you know, how do you retire from your construction business and what that looks like? And I, I don't really like retirement as a term, as a concept. I think that we've just kind of, I don't know, we've been warped into thinking that retirement is this grand old thing. And it's, hey, work a bunch of years for a long time, save a bunch of money, invest, and then stop working and basically then do a bunch of stuff that you want to do. And, and now you don't have to work. I think that model is is broken, you know, because we should like, you know, our work or at least some elements of it. It's not always going to be perfect. It's not always going to be fun. If you're just kind of grinding through 40 years of life and it's and it's just terrible and it's a slog and then you finally get to this point where you're not doing anything, then your mind's not active, your body's not active. I just don't think that that's a good recipe. And so I like the idea and the concept of financial freedom a lot more. And really the way uh, I think about that is having money freedom, time freedom, and then also working on the types of things that you want to work on. You know, So the way you define or one could define financial freedom is basically, hey, I have a certain amount of living expenses every month. Maybe that's 3,000, 5,000, 10,000, whatever your lifestyle is at. Really to hit financial freedom, you just need enough passive income to cover that. And then as soon as you've hit that mark, like you you technically don't have to work, but I would imagine for a lot of you you might want to work. You might just want to work less or you might want to only work on certain things, you know. So for me, I've been on this journey pretty diligently for the last 10 years, I would say. Started digging into a lot of, you know, like Rich Dad Poor Dad and investing books and personal finance books and So my original goal was hopefully I could retire at 30, which I'm 33, about to be 34 now. That's not going to happen. I think that I'll I'll be there in a couple of years based on my projections. So maybe 35, 36, 37, somewhere in there. Uh, So I missed the mark a little bit, but you know I don't intend to stop working because that doesn't. I mean, work gives me purpose. I love what I do. I love marketing. I love helping businesses grow. I love the the personal growth that gives me the challenge, keeps my mind super active. And so, I don't know, I just think it's weird that you would want to sit around and do nothing and kind of that that concept of retirement. And so, really what I wanted to share with you is just kind of a new lens hopefully or a way of thinking about it. And if you can use, you know, either your if you're a business owner, your personal business kind of look at that as your engine for generating cash and then putting that cash into investments that generate more passive cash flow for you. And if you aren't a business owner and you're listening to this, you have a job, you have an income, so you're going to save a part of that. And then again, you can then start investing that into things that create positive cash flow for you. The more time I spend in the marketing business, the more I realize that marketing isn't just about your website, signage, social media, and print collateral. Marketing really sits across every part of your business. It starts with your brand, your signs, your website, but it continues on through the sales process. 
how you present yourself and your company on a sales call incorporates marketing. And just as importantly, how you deliver your service to your client is marketing. The feelings that they have in the middle and the end of the project are big factors in determining whether they will spread the word about you. At the end of the day, marketing across the entire customer lifecycle is really tough. That's why I love what BuildBook is up to. They've been working hard to bridge those gaps and solve those problems. Their new tools start on the marketing side, continue into the sales conversation, and finish with the project. Get these three elements working together and your business will be humming along. Happy clients, more profits, less stress. If you're aiming for the trifecta of the construction business, head on over to buildbook.co to try it free for yourself. That's buildbook.co. All right, let's get back to the show. The cool thing about this is that if you keep your expenses low and your lifestyle doesn't have a lot of bloat to it, if you only need, you know, three grand a month or four or five grand a month to live on, you can create financial freedom a lot sooner than 60, 65, kind of that typical retirement age. And so, yeah, I think, you know, a few things that I think about are, you know, I've, I've done a lot of work investing into real estate, into stocks and individual stocks and reading a lot of books around like how Warren Buffett invests and, you know, value-based investing. And I haven't actually dug into a lot of like uh, dividend-based stocks, but that's a great way to just kick out some cash flow. And then I've also dug into kind of uh, affiliate programs where you get recurring commissions from selling different things. And so, you know, done kind of a combination of things to build up passive streams of income there. But, you know, as you're working your business, if you're working on, hey, I've got a business, I'm doing a million, I'm doing 2 million in sales, wherever you're at, you know, if you're shooting for a certain net profit, you know, so you're paying yourself a salary, but then you're shooting for a certain amount of net profit, uh, whether it's five, 10, 12%, you know, if you're doing a million, hopefully you could get to 10% net profit, but let's, let's say you're at five, you know, that's 50 grand that you could be taking and putting towards investments and generating these passive flows for you. And so I think, you know, for a lot of us, the, the real recipe to get to time freedom, to money freedom, is to really be diligent about keeping your, your expenses controlled and then being really strategic with saying, okay, I'm going to reallocate all those leftover dollars into buying income, basically, uh, whether it's rental income, stock income commission income, things that you can buy. I know some people get into like vending machines and, you know, different things that are a little more passive where you can basically just pay somebody to replace stuff like that, you know, like the the candy or whatever's in the vending machines. But there's lots of different ways, whether it's really simple businesses or stocks or real estate to create those passive income flows. And so, yeah, I just wanted to share this concept with you, especially coming out of 2020, if you had a great financial year, great time to invest that money into some of these places. And I think the tendency is to reinvest a lot of those dollars into our businesses, which can be a great thing. If you're trying to grow pretty aggressively, you need that cash, you need that capital, and you need to put it right back into the business. But again, if, if you just build a really big business and you aren't able to sell it, then if you never keep any of the leftover profit, then you really just end up working for a long time to grow something really big 
And then you better hope you get big enough that by the time you get to, you know, whatever age you want to retire, that that net profit is so large that you're just kicking out, you know, oodles of cash. But I think that that's a, a small percentage of businesses that actually scale up to that point. And so I think it's a little more prudent to take, you know, at least a percentage. Maybe you're going to say, hey, 50% of profits go back into the business, 50% come back out, and I'm going to invest that. And I'm a big fan of, you know, increasing lifestyle as you continue to increase your earnings, but I always want to pay myself first and then increase lifestyle. So at least like a 50-50 ratio. So, you know, if your earnings go up by 20 grand a year, you'll take 10 grand and, you know, maybe have some fun with that and 10 grand and, you know, put that into investments. And every time you increase your salary or your earnings, you know, if you're at least taking half of the increase and putting that into investments, you're going to set yourself up really, really well. So I'd love to hear what you guys think about this kind of the the concept of the old concept of retirement or just striving for financial freedom. Shoot me a text 719-626-8760. And yeah, just let me know what you think. Because yeah, like I said, the the goal for me isn't really to, to hit a point where it's like, great, now I can just sit around and do nothing. It's It's great. Maybe now I don't have to work as many hours. Maybe I can work 20 hours a week in my business and I can spend, you know, 10 more hours with my family and and my kids that uh, I wasn't spending before. And then maybe I can spend 10 more hours doing uh, fun stuff, different hobbies and, you know, stuff I like to do. And so I think the goal is just more variety, more choice, more control over time, because that's the thing that, that none of us get back. And so yeah. Anyway, I hope this uh, maybe made you think a little bit differently, inspired you to take some action in terms of buying passive income flows, whether you're a business owner or an employee, you know, you can take whatever that is, your your profits, you can take a share of your salary. Even if you're a business owner and you have a zero profit year, you break even. Hopefully you still paid yourself a salary. Don't live on the whole salary, you know, and and take a chunk of that and start saving and investing that. And so there's there's always ways to to pay yourself first and put it into um, these types of investments. Anyway, guys, my my takeaways today are, you know, step one, figure out what you really need to live on. And it's probably a good time to evaluate if if lifestyle is a little bit bloated for the actual income that you have going on. What is your de- your current lifestyle, but then what's your desired lifestyle? Because maybe you can hit financial freedom, but then you're going, yeah, but I, w- I want more out of life. I want to increase you know, my spending. I want to do these different things with my family, or I want to have these trips. So then you may still be working to kind of get to that. So there's financial freedom, and then there's acceleration of lifestyle. And so just thinking about those two things, but then start taking those steps to invest in passive income flows. Be aggressive with it. You know, you can make a lot of progress in a decade. So if you're, you know, 20 to 30, 30 to 40, 40 to 50, you can do a lot in that time frame if you're just very committed to this process. And then my final thought is, you know, don't make the goal retirement, make it flexibility, flexibility of choice with, you know, money and time and and that sort of thing. And and hopefully you want to continue to work in some capacity, but hopefully it looks different than it does now. You know, maybe you're working less. And hopefully you're only working on the things that get you excited about um, and you're able to put people in place to do the other things um, that hopefully they're excited about and that takes that off of your plate. So anyways, guys, thanks for letting me kind of get on my soapbox here and, and talk about this. I love this topic and would love to, to hear your feedback if you want to hear more of this or if you're like, nope, 
just stick to the sales and marketing stuff. That's why we tune in. So shoot me a text 719-626-8760. I'd love to hear from you. And uh, welcome to 2021. Let's rock and roll. See you next time here on Builder Funnel Radio. Thanks again for listening, everybody. And as a quick reminder, text radio to 33777 for some free goodies as a thank you for listening to the show. And if you got some value from today's episode, I just ask that you leave us a quick review on iTunes. It really helps us spread the word and grow this awesome community of people who are working to improve their lives and their businesses. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time on Builder Funnel Radio.